Hey everybody, welcome to the BA Podcast. It's co-host James with Jake. Episode 191. It's Tuesday. Jake, how's it going? It's going great. It's Tuesday. Great day. The week has just started. You know, there's so I need to talk about right now. But we'll talk about that when we get to it in the... NHL playoffs, but also shout out to Spencer Wood. Good guy. I love beating him in Game Pigeon Pool. You know, it's currently 14 to 10 in the series. I have 14 wins. He, have t- he has 10 wins. It's, it's a good little back and forth, and it's good to have be competitive. Speaking of being competitive, James. I don't know where I was going to go with that. But, James, how are you doing? I am doing good. I uh, know we're out here just doing our thing out here in San Diego, California. Weather's okay. Um, was finally to, uh, was able to finally go outside um, Saturday. Shout out Denny Buzos and her man's Evan. Uh, invited me to a little going away party with their friends. Um, had some claws. You know what claws? You know you're you're about the claws, Jake. I know you are. Big fan. Um, had a had a water balloon fight. Uh, impromptu water balloon fight. That was a lot of fun. Did you um, now? Did you fill the water I, balloons with white claws? No, with with some water, with no. some water. Um, but you know, peg some people, um, hit Danny on the back, and gave her a little bruise. But she's all right. Uh, she's day to day, but she's she's doing better. Mm. Uh, and then when people fell, you know, it feels bad. I'm still aiming at you, even though you're on the ground. Um, <laughs> I hit a couple of people that way, but it is what it is. Um, weather's looking up down here in San Diego. You love to see it. But let's get into it. Let's talk about the best team in the Bay Area, and that is. Yep, the San Jose Earthquakes. I almost forgot the team name. <coughs> Sorry. They were 4-2-2, two two, but they lost last week 3-1 on the road. So, so they're now 4-3-2. Still in fifth place, though, and they are a very good team. They're fun to watch, finally. And do you want to guess who their owner is? Who's that? John Fisher, the A's owner, which we'll get into just in a second, but the Earthquakes are 4-3-2, and and there's a rumor that once the A's move to Vegas, he might sell the Earthquakes, which would be good because he's poor, he's broke there too. No, absolutely, yeah. Now, shout out Earthquakes. Um, Well, yeah, let's talk about baseball. We're how many games in, Jake? Depends on the team. For the A's, it's 13. That's probably 13 too many for those who watch them. Uh, they're five and eighteen on the season, but yes. Hold on, so what? Did you say thirteen games in, but then the record is five and eighteen? No, I, I don't. I don't have my ADHD medication, so you know my mind wanders. Good, good, so uh, good talk there. Good talk. Yeah. Um, A's five and eighteen. No one cares. Um, they are going to move to Las Vegas. And I'm a I'm a full blown Padres fan now. How how do you feel oh, about for that? For the love of God, Jesus Christ, the Padres! Yeah. Oh my Christ! What's the Padres record? Let's check this shit out. Check them out. Oh, they're twelve and twelve. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, you know I'm not a big Padres guy. Can I put it out there? And those who don't. No, absolutely. I mean, I mean, you're a big Giants fan. Yes. No, understandable. Yes. Um. But yeah, I'm just. I'm just a Padres fan because I live in San Diego. That's for the most part. Um, Pico Park, great park. Have you been there, Jake? 
Yes, I, I was there for the 2016 All-Star game that Jose Fernandez pitched in two months before he passed away, which I don't think I don't know why that's the fact I came up with, but that's what I thought of right now. R.I.P. R.I.P. But yeah, the Petco Park, um, great ballpark for sure. Um, Oracle, also a great ballpark. That's what they have in common. Mm-hmm. Not championships. No, definitely not. <laughs> and then <laughs> a World the Series appearance. Absolute dog shit. Um, terrible. It's a place dump to, pay, to play baseball, but it's our dump. Um, but it's a dump, and we loved it. I know, Jake, you've been to many A's games. I've been to many A's games. Um, you're not a big A's fan. Well, but you hate to see it. I mean, it's it's awful for Oakland. Yeah, um, I'm not a big A's guy. Having, you know, I mean, the Warriors leaving just, you know, in another city, still in the Bay, but uh, Warriors gone, A's gone, Raiders gone. The city of Oakland is uh, without sports. I mean, they have the Oakland Roots soccer team, but aside from that, um, a city like Oakland deserves to have a team, at least one, and they had one, and they were awful. Um, but now they're without anything, and it really—I mean, it kind of sucks. I, it really does. I mean, yeah. Um, you look at the Bay and having two big cities like SF and Oakland, um, having multiple teams there. Now just one city. I mean, really having two, and then one being in Santa Clara, not necessarily in the Bay Area. Um, you really hate to see it. I mean, no more Bart trips to. Oakland Coliseum anymore. I mean, you really do. I, I really hate to see it. I mean, it sucks. That moves the biggest. I mean, uh, plan to build a stadium there. I think you were alluding to that earlier. Um, well, yeah, it sucks. I don't know what people are going to be doing now in Oakland specifically, sports wise. Sucks. How about yeah. the Giants, though? You know, the Giants, you know, we started out 6-13, and 13, but guess what? We were missing five of our key outfielders. And I don't know if you know that, but losing five of your key outfielders is like losing five key cornerbacks. You're going to struggle. And they struggled a lot, but they're getting finally healthy now. They won three in a row. They're making their move. They got their key outfield offseason acquisition back. And Mitch, he plays left field. Uh, he's a very good player. He just needs to stay healthy. That's his only issue. And Austin Slater came back, too, who dominates lefties. And they've been struggling against lefties this year. Against right-handed pitches, right-handed pitchers, they had the second-best like OPS. Against lefties, they had the 28th-best, which means they had the fourth-worst against lefties. To get these lefty masters back, you can mix and match them in the later innings, get the best possible outcome matchup to try to win ball games, And they won three in a row since they've been able to do that. Good for them, good for them. What's your favorite baseball movie? My favorite baseball movie? Hmm. Moneyball. You know why? Absolutely. He gets 100%. on base. Perfect. Well, let's move on off of baseball. Let's talk about some hockey. Jake, why don't you take it from here? Yes, the NHL playoffs is in full swing, and it's amazing. Great theater. The... Lots of overtimes, lots of great games. The Edmonton Oilers, Los Angeles Kings, it's 2-2. Going to game five. In the Toronto-Tampa Bay series, it's 3-1 Toronto. Toronto's trying to make the second round for the first time in, I think, like 20 years. Last time they had a 3-1 lead in the first round was in 20, like the early 2010s. 
against the Bruins. They were up five to one, or they were up four to one with three minutes left. They blew the game, got gave up three goals, and lost in overtime five to four. So they're trying to make their first second round appearance in a while. Uh, the Minnesota Wild, Dallas Stars is two two. Um, haven't haven't the Lightning made the playoffs? They've been to the final three years, years in a row. The Lightning have, right? Yeah, they've been to the finals three years in a row. Okay, you just said like this, they're trying to make the second round of the playoffs. That's the um, since 2010. Maple Leafs, Toronto. Um, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'm not a big hockey guy aside from the Sharks. I just Only when they're winning, though. Yeah, you know, it's, it's going to take a while for that to happen again. <laughs> You were saying? Sorry about that. Yeah, so the series, this has been great playoffs hockey. Lots of overtimes, as I said. Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, probably the best one-two in all of sports, and I'm serious about that. Um, I, I don't, I'm not really rooting for a team, because I root for the Sharks, but yeah. I'm not in it. But a team I want, a team I'd like to see win Probably be Carolina because they have Brent Burns and they're up three one in their series. Uh, the Rangers and Devils are tied two two. Um, that's all I know at the top of my head. Perfect. Well, let's move on. Let's talk about some NBA. So, what the Warriors uh, and playoffs specifically? Warriors tie the series Sunday night, going two to two off a big miss off of Harrison Barnes. They win that game one twenty six to one twenty five in an absolute heart attack of a game. My God, what was happening in the last two minutes? What was going on? Yeah, Steph. Um, scary time. Scary, scary time during those two minutes for sure. The Monstars invaded Steph, took his powers away. Absolutely. No, I was shook. I mean, Looney begging, not begging, but Looney asking for Steve Kerr to review the play, right? We had yeah, dumb decision. Two, timeouts, two timeouts left. So that required a timeout. Uh, Paul stood, so they took a timeout. We were out. We were without timeouts left for like two minutes. They were gone. We had no timeouts left. Um, and on a simple basket made by the Kings, um, Steph go ahead and takes the ball and gets trapped. Gets trapped by two defenders and calls a timeout mm-hmm. and calls a timeout. To be honest, I did not know we didn't have any timeouts either. Thought we had one remaining. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I was. I mean, I looked at the. I, I looked at the score screen. You know how it has like those little ticks at the bottom, yeah. where it says like you know, do you have a timeout or not? We had none, and it wasn't until they came back after the TV timeout, and it was like, wow, um, that's tech. Feels bad, and I was shook. Yeah, I thought we lost after that. I was, like, yeah, I was, I, I was like, we're gonna lose. Shipper staff, shipper to Warriors, not good. Um, I was like, "There's no way this is how the dynasty ends." They lose this yeah. game because of that. They lose Game Five. Draymond traded. Clay leaves. Bob Myers goes. Steve Kerr retires. That would be just the worst way to end it. it, it worst way to end it. It's you, you hate to see it. And then I mean, Draymond um, on his podcast definitely did say that um, it was. I mean, partially his fault. He's the trail guy quote-unquote, where if that does indeed happen, that there should be another outlet to pass the ball to, and he wasn't paying attention, or 
a big game, right? I mean, it happens. But the Warriors came out with the victory. Uh, on, a, on a Christian Barnes miss, which he does a lot. If he would have, if he, um, if he would have made that shot, you would not be hearing from me today, or ever. Because I would I be in high. Oh end. my god, I would have been so shook. I would, I would go off I the mean, grid. Thought, coming off a great game, a great, a great game three, and then us being up more than nine, and then the king storming back, and then that really being the last play oh my god scary and he i mean they put it in the hands of darren fox i mean they wanted him to take the shot uh draymond had some great defense there and then the the harrison Barnes shoot it over step i can't remember it it had to because they had a switch uh yeah Um, darren fox had the ball he lost control he started dribbling draymond came to help passed it to harrison barnes steph was a little late to react to get over but he got there Put his hand up and Barnes just missed it off the back of the iron. God, yeah, no, absolute hard side of the game. Um, That's my photographic memory coming into play right there. My God, that was no, that was. I mean, just just thinking about it just has me just shook. But again, I mean, like we said, uh, Warriors coming off a huge win. I mean, had some big shots, made some from Steph, had a crazy shot, and and then Clay hitting a buzzer beater. At the end of the second half, at the end of the first half, uh, you love to see it. So, I mean, great game overall. Um, news yesterday, Monday, that De'Aaron Fox um, dealing with a with a finger issue. Uh, reports saying that he used, was doubtful um, for that for Game Five Wednesday tomorrow, but will ultimately. Uh, I saw a graphic, or you know, is ninety nine percent sure that he will indeed play game five in Sacramento. Uh, what are your thoughts, Jake? It's not a must win, but it would be pretty good if they did win because uh, they have a game six at home. But you know, the key is just not making dumb turnovers like they did at the end of that game and not making boneheaded plays like calling timeouts so you don't have any left. It is Steph, though, so you give him a break because he's the best player I've ever seen and the greatest, Warriors of all, greatest warrior of all time. But if it was someone like Jordan Poole, yeah, I would want him, like, shipped off to Siberia. Uh, but, you know, you better start learning Chinese, buddy, uh, if that happened. But thank God it didn't happen. Um, if they would have lost that game, I, sh- I should say, based on that. But, you know, you just move on to the next one. As I said earlier, no turnovers. Um, try to stay out of foul trouble. You know, you know on the road, they're going to get the um, – on the road, the Kings – no, wait. At home, the Kings would get a better whistle than they would on the road. So maybe some of those fouls that weren't called will be called there since they're in Sacramento. But if you, you limit the turnovers, you know, hit your threes, they should win this game. But, you know, they struggle yeah. on they struggle on the road. Loving yeah, I mean, uh, I don't think, too, Draymond coming off the bench. You see them doing that going forward. In this series, I know in the second half of the start, Draymond did indeed get plugged back in the starting lineup, but they did have a hot start in the first half. Uh, I was so great ending up with 32 points, Clay with 26, and even Jordan Poole starting had 22. Um, Draymond shot the ball 14 times. Yeah, it's 13 too many. Um, he didn't. Uh, he did indeed end with 12 
uh, points and 10 rebounds and seven assists. Great stat line. Um, aside from, you know, all our shots being take, uh, uh, took by him. But, yeah, no, I 100% agree with the, the turnovers. I mean, again, a limited capacity of turnovers, just like in game three with just 11. Had a plethora of more assists with 31. Um, we had more rebounds. We had six blocks. So our defense was there. We had eight steals as well. Um, aside from the three techs, which I don't see happening a lot more going forward. But, hey, Kings... Sacramento, it's going to be a little hostile game five. I mean, coming uh, two to start, two to two to tie. Now it's uh, best best of three going forward. And uh, Warriors and six, baby. That, that's all I got to say. Yep, true. I agree. So, yeah, I agree. Love to see it. Yeah, moving on, talk about some little bit NBA playoffs. Um, Heat lead the Bucks three to one off a Hemi Hutler performance, dropping 56 on the Bucks. Last night, I think there were like five minutes left, and Jimmy Butler just really just took over, uh, nonstop scoring for the uh, for the Heat, uh, leading three to one. Are, they, are the Bucks done? Are they going to lose in the first round? Uh, yeah, they're kind of fucked. <laughs> you know, emphasis on fucked. They're down three one. Giannis has his back is broken, as Mike Tyson once said. Pinal. He's a Pino injury because he fell on his back in game one and left the game and they just can't play without him. And their roster is kind of shitty. Um, and their coach, I don't, I've never really liked. I think they're going to have to make a move there, especially if they lose in the first round as a one seed. That should probably happen. Uh, they need just to get, they basically have, they need to get younger, uh, you know, get some more dynamic players on their team, better bench. But, you know, it's when you have Giannis, you always have a chance. And they have probably had the best yes. chance to come back in a uh, down three one. Being down three one, yeah, no, absolutely, yeah. Another team being down three one, the Hawks, uh, the Celtics leading their series uh, three to one. Um, the Sixers, the first team to move on to the second round, being the Nets four to nothing in that series, and the Knicks uh, leading the Cavs in a three to one race. Um, Cavs fans, delirious. In regards to where is Donovan Mitchell in this series, or at least last game being held to only two points in the second half, you hate to see it for them. Uh, in the Western Conference, the Nuggets lead lead the Timberwolves also three to one. The Lakers leading the Grizzly Grizzlies three to one as well, off a game winning uh, game tying a shot uh, from LeBron, moving it to overtime. Them winning an OT. Fuck Dylan Brooks. Yeah, that sh- piece of shit. You better, yeah, you know, better start looking for China's and, Gu- and um, what's the word? What's the name? Guangzhou. That's where he's gonna be fucking living next year. He's just a bad basketball player. He does nothing well. And I'm tired of literally him, so. nothing. Does, yeah. does nothing well. Zero. He sucks, man. I hate Dylan Brooks. I also hate the Memphis Grizzlies. I hope they get. I hope it's done. I hope yeah. the Lakers win. And potentially see a little Lakers Warriors uh, matchup in the second round. Yeah, uh, Warriors again, not throwing Kings about that. tied at two and two, and the Suns lead the Clippers three to one. No Kawhi, um, no Paul George. It's all up to Russell Westbrook to see if they can do it, and I don't think they will. Um, but yeah, those uh, teams playing today: uh, Hawks and Celtics. This looks like uh, uh, Celtics uh, looking to win that game to advance. Also, with the Nuggets and Timberwolves looking to advance. 
And then also Clippers and Suns all playing today, looking to advance as well. Just one more game for them. And we've been cutting to the second round. Um, play up basketball. You love to hear it. You love to see it. Anything else to add NBA-wise, Jake? Yeah, fuck Dylan Brooks. Fuck Dylan Brooks. Let's move on. Talk about some NFL. Talk about the draft this week. The 49ers have 11 total picks this upcoming draft. Only one of them being the top 100 picks. Their first pick coming in the third round of pick 99. Jake, how are you feeling? You know, I have basically now five players in this whole entire draft. So, But it's always a good time to see what type of talent we'll get. And plus, once they draft the guy, I'll study up on him and become an expert of him. But the only the one Absolutely. Thing- no, we, we, we definitely do that. I mean, after they pick. I mean, the next day, highlights on highlights on highlights, right? Absolutely agree with you on that. I just have one. I have one ask. That is... Can we just not draft a running back in the third round for the third year in a row, please? Other than that, so it was, do whatever you need to do. It was it was it was set up with Trey Sermon. I can't remember who was before Trey Sermon. Um, no, it was Davis Price. Then it was Trey. It was Trey Sermon. Then Davis Price. And yes, yes well, I think it's right, actually pretty right here, good. Yeah. Though. I think Price is actually not bad. He just didn't play last. They had like three other running backs ahead of him, and he got injured. <clears throat> True. Yeah, and absolutely. So I mean, there's a plenty of need um, for this roster um, to build to the draft with 11 picks. Um, I I myself do not see the 49ers trading up. Um, do you see the 49ers trading up, Jake? Yeah, I see him trading up. Uh, where to? Probably, I mean, theoretically, they could trade to the end of the first round. Uh, if they package their third round picks and probably a fourth and maybe a next a fifth next year, but that's probably that's that's very unlikely. But I think mid mid second round to like the end of the second round, I think they're going to try to trade up into. And if they can't do that, they just trade up higher into the third round. Who are hired into the third round, depending on who's available, who they want. Absolutely, yes. They are ending up with eleven picks. They have three three rounders, three five rounders, no four no four round picks. One six and four seven round picks. Yeah, there are plenty of deals for them to move up um into the second round. I don't think at the start of it. I definitely see them in the middle or at the end, but just being able to package picks. Um definitely see them adding one from the following year in twenty twenty five or twenty twenty four, excuse me. But yeah, I mean they have three picks, um, and the first uh, in the and from ninety nine to one hundred two, three picks there, all together. So you never see you can def, I could definitely see them doing that, trading two of those and then going up. Um, but yeah, it should be interesting. Third round. I mean, our first round pick last year was Drake Jackson uh, in the second round. So we'll see what they can end up doing um, come Thursday. Definitely excited um, to see the new plethora of talent that'll be coming to the 49ers. You'll be able to see it. Uh, definitely trust the regime and drafting guys late, especially. Um, but yeah, plenty of opportunity for them to build. And I mean, we have plenty of need as well. On the tackle, free safety, edge. You can never go 
wrong with picking edge um, anywhere in the draft. Tight end as well, receiver and QB. Uh, plenty of names that have been dropped in the 49er draft boards. Um, QB from UCLA, a couple of tight ends, one from Bama. Um, edge everywhere and offense nice. cycle here and there. But no, definitely excited for what they have in store uh, come Friday when rounds two and three are. Not even on not even on Thursday. Um, we'll talk about who we think they'll pick in '99. But Jake, big news in the NFL world today. Yeah, the trade of Aaron Rodgers. It was crazy. Reported, yeah, reported yesterday, but I think it was official today. Um, big trade. The Jets get Aaron Rodgers and pick 15 in the first round of 2023 NFL draft. And a fifth round pick from the Packers for pick 13 in this year's first round, a 2023 second round pick, a sixth round pick, a conditional second rounder that could be a first round pick if Rodgers plays 65% of the plays this next season. So all in all, the Packers could get two first rounders, a second rounder, and a sixth. Or two second rounders, a first rounder, and a sixth. And a lot of cap space, I think. Yeah, I mean, they uh, picked up Jordan Love's option. Fifth year um, will be his first year starting. Lots of Packers do indeed trapped another quarterback, which we won't probably won't see. Maybe a receiver at 13, um, something they never did for Aaron Rodgers. Um, but is the, is the Jets roster better now that Aaron Rodgers is there? It obviously is, but young team, veteran quarterback, Gary Wilson, um, Who's the running back? God, I'm blanking right now. Um, well, they have James Robinson and Brees Hall. And Michael Brees Hall. And I think Michael Carter. Yes, yes, all those guys. Uh, looking to have a good season um, next year for the Jets. I'm Packers looking for um, it is necessarily a rebuild. It's definitely, not a, it's definitely a, a, a big one, too, especially with your quarterback that you've had the past 15-plus years. So uh, we'll see how they do. A lot of a lot of Bears fans are uh, happy about that, especially our friend Nick Gilfell, or who we like to refer to as Gil. Uh, oh, happy yeah, that Gilf. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is gone out of the NFC North. Yeah, good for the Bears. Uh, they finally have a quarterback, and you know they're on the upswing, which is you know. They can't be any. They can't be down any further than they already are. So there are, of course, going to be on an upswing, but maybe they might get the key for them this season is get six wins. If they do that, they'll be happy. Perfect. Moving on, I've even talked about it's draft time this week. Let's do our annual mock draft. Um, top ten picks, no trades. Yep. Because why would we do that? Yeah, we're not geniuses. Why? Well, I'm kind of. No, I'm joking. But yeah, we won't do that because that's a, as I refer to it, that's a scumbag move. Just like picking a series in NBA and NHL to go seven games. Have a backbone, say six. Warriors and six. Perfect. Well, let's start. Yep. Um, first top ten picks. It goes Panthers, Texans, Cardinals, Colts, Seahawks via the Broncos, Lions via the Rams, Raiders at seven, Falcons at eight, Bears at nine via Panthers. And Eagles at 10. 
Jake, why don't you start off? Yeah, so the Panthers, they trade up, as we remember. It was the Bears had the first pick, but a couple months ago, the Bears and the Panthers got together and said, hey, we want to trade picks. And the Bears like, yeah, we suck, so why not? We'll see what we can get out of it. And the Panthers traded a bunch of picks and DJ Moore to the Bears with the first pick in order to draft a quarterback. Now, there's been some debate on what quarterback they're looking for. Some say the QB coach, which is Josh McCown, is in love with C.J. Stroud, while ownership and the GM want Bryce Young from Alabama. There's always been the, maybe they go out of the box and go Anthony Richardson, so their new coach. Um, what's his name? It's Sirianni. No, the Panthers coach. He was the Colts coach. Could not tell you. He was the Colts coach. Oh, it's uh, Frank Reich. Frank, yeah, Frank Reich. Maybe he goes out of the box and tries to get Anthony Richardson. But I think what's going to happen, um, you can confirm or deny if you think this as well, I think they're going to go for the best available player. And even though this guy's a little bit on the short side at 5'11", which is funny to say because I'm 5'11", and I feel like I'm pretty tall, but I'm not apparently in NFL terms, Bryce Young, quarterback from Alabama. Absolutely. I 100% agree. I think you take the best quarter, best available quarterback, and that's Bryce Young playing out of Alabama. Um, I had heard a lot of talk like you would saying that like, you can go any way here at number one, but I think they find their guy in Bryce Young. And I think a lot of smoke screens have been put up and what other quarterback will be taking, especially Will Levis, who's been climbing yeah, um, betting boards specifically on who he might be taking the number one overall. But I think you take Bryce Young. Um, a lot of comparisons here um, with Drew Brees, which is kind of crazy, Hall of Fame quarterback. But um, same in stature, same number, um, different shade of blue starting out in their, uh, starting out there in their young career. But yeah, Bryce Young uh, going number one to the Panthers. Um, Book it. Absolutely. Let's move on. Let's go to the Texans. I picked two. Well, a lot of people at the beginning of draft season were thinking that a, a multitude of quarterbacks would be going. I wanted to. It's changed. And I think um, with a new head coach there in Texas, they take an edge player and they take the best one available in and Henry Anderson Jr. at Alabama. What are your thoughts, Jake? Yeah, I think it's kind of shocking that they're not going to go quarterback. That's what it seems to be that's going to happen. Uh, it's To me, it's between these two players, Henry Anderson and Tyree Wilson. Um, but I think they're going to go with the best available player, and that's Henry Anderson. And that makes it 1-2 for Bama people being drafted first and second overall. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, D'Amico Ryan's going with a guy that he wants to probably emulate what Nick Bosa's been doing with the 49ers and taking the best available um, edge here, which is, like we just said, Henry Anderson Jr. Uh, Tyree Wilson, also uh, one of the better edge players uh, who we'll mention later. Uh, do you see the Texans possibly trading down with the QB needy team? I could see the Colts. Or maybe the Raiders trading up to number two to try to get a quarterback, but I don't know. That might be a lot of that might that might cost a lot. Absolutely, yeah. Just moving a couple picks up. I mean, teams uh, either with new head coaches that or 
with a little bit of older um, quarterback. Uh, I mean, with the Raiders, I mean, just signing Jimmy G and with the Lions as well, who could possibly go for that spot, um, re-signing Jared Goff to, I think, a two-year deal this offseason. But enough of that. Let's move on to another shitty team in the Arizona Cardinals. Jake, you just mentioned his name. Who are they going to be taking at three, you think? I think they're going to go Tyree Wilson. As someone who's studied every player in his NFL draft, uh, I think Tyree Wilson has the best upside of any player. It might take a while to get to it, but if you stay at it and get in the right system, he could be an all-pro by year two. Wow. Oh, my God. God, Watch every single snap of him. You know what you're talking about. You know everything, and I love to hear it from you. I I love it. I love the confidence. Um. I like the pick a lot, too, especially with the Cardinals team that's lacking on defense. I mean, they pick Isaiah Simmons a couple of years ago. Uh, not great in coverage. Okay, um, one line bomb at the edge. Um, but I think you build your defense from the inside out, right? Like, very cliche thing to say, but when you have an edge or when you have a great defensive tackle there uh, on that D-line, it helps your Linebackers helps the backside of the defense a lot, and I think here they take what the they they, they pick the next yeah. available best available player. My thing with Jalen Carter is that I think he's going to drop because of off the field concerns because he might be involved God, in a murder. You spoiled my pick. I didn't even say his name, and you just do that. You didn't say his name. No, I never said his name yet. I was building to it. Uh, that's the ADHD in me. <laughs> I thought you said it. My bad. Um, I thought you said it. <sighs> uh, you're an idiot. Yeah, they're taking Dylan Carter, D tackle from Georgia. Moving on. My bad. Um, <laughs> I thought you said it. Pick <sighs> four. Uh, the Colts, another QB needy team. They suck, but you know they need one of these. They're taking Anthony Richardson with this pick, QB from Florida. Mm. Um, huge. Upside with this quarterback for sure. Definitely um, showed a lot of flashes. Yeah. Um, at Florida, a lot of flashes that we saw that I, I mean, I'll make this comparison. Saw with Zach Wilson hmm. and who we thought, oh, who we wanted to go to the Niners. Yeah. Turns out not doing not doing great. But again, it's the upside here with Anthony Richardson and athleticism. Uh, that he has can throw absolute bombs uh, on defenses. But, Jake, you have another quarterback being taken here instead. Yeah. So this might Will be – Yes. This might be controversial because, as I said before, I watched every single second of Will Levis play this year. And, you know, he has some good about him, but he also has some bad about him. And to me, I think your Anthony Richardson take, he's – I think it's it's flipped around. I think Will Levis is more like Zach Wilson because they have the they have a big arm. Their accuracy isn't the greatest. They didn't really play that many great teams. Um, but Anthony Richardson, as you said, you know, he has a bigger, stronger arm, a lot of physical tools that teams look for. Um, same thing with Levis. Levis is I think six five. He's pretty big too. Pause. Um, he's really good at throwing the ball. Uh, his accuracy can, needs to be worked on, but I think. You give it in the right system, and I think he could be an all-pro by year four. I need you to stop with the all-pro shit. 
What do you mean? <laughs> oh god, that's funny. I don't know about All Pro. Maybe a maybe a Pro Bowl of that, but not an All Pro. I don't I don't know about that one, brother. Yeah, you know, Tyler Huntley was an All Pro. No, he wasn't. He was a Pro Bowler. Never mind. The best backup in the NFL, uh, Tyler Huntley. The best backup in the NFL, Jimmy Jimmy G. Um, moving on. Yeah. Seahawks at number five via the Broncos. Uh, we already mentioned his name. Both of these guys we already mentioned their name. Uh, I'm going Tyree Wilson, edge out of Texas Tech. Um, there's another added depth to that D defensive line there in Seattle. Um, they got their quarterback in Geno Smith, so I think they go defense here. Add to that uh-huh. scary uh-huh. defensive line that they have there with Tyree Wilson, but I think that just bolsters their defense up just a little bit. Um, had a great pick in the secondary. I forget his name. God damn. Um, Tyreek Tyreek Woolen. Yes, exactly. So they just add more to that defense and uh, the vision with a lot of offense going on, aside from the Cardinals. Um, but, yeah, Tyreek Wilson here and Jake Cootie have been t- uh, getting picked here at number five. I have Jalen Carter. Because I think they need a okay. yeah, I think they need a defensive tackle. But he has some off the field concerns that may drop him in the draft. But the Seahawks, if you get him the right system, he could be a very good player. He's going to be a very good player day one, and he might be a future defensive player of the year. Hate <laughs> you. Moving on to pick number six, um, Lions here via the Rams. I have them picking uh, Will Levis um, again. Another QB needy team that possibly might even jump. Hmm. You think the Lions uh, are QB needed team? The trade up. What do you say, bitch? You think? You think? You think? Fuck. You think they're a QB needed team? Needed needy team. Who do you have them picking, Jake? I'm picking Christian Gonzalez, a cornerback from Oregon. I know what you're thinking. They signed so many cornerbacks. Well, guess what? Cornerbacks are like. Three and D players in the NFL and NFL. Oh, like, shut up. Three and D players in the, in the NBA. You can never have too many. So I think they go with the best corner in the draft in Christian Gonzalez out of Oregon. Uh, Emmanuel Mosley signed to a one-year deal there. They have yes. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson's a safety type, nickel corner. But I think <clears throat> you get the best corner in the draft, add to that secondary. They already have a good pass rush. They can also go pass rush here, but... I don't really see one being drafted that high after the first two that gone already in the first couple picks. But I think they go with Christian Gonzalez to add to that backfield. I love that pick because that's my next pick who's going to the Raiders. Um, pick seven, I think they go uh, with the cornerback and Christian Gonzalez. They have their quarterback in Jimmy G. Um, but yeah, you already said it all. Who do you think they're taking at seven, Jake? Now, he might go number one overall. But if he doesn't, I think he's going to slip. There's been some bad negative reports about him that I don't know if are true or not. Um, but, you know, once a team says it, teams kind of believe what's being said. So I think this guy might drop. And if he drops to this spot, the Raiders have to take him. It will be C.J. Stroud, cornerback, Ohio State. I know what you're thinking. Man, Ohio, Ohio State quarterbacks, man. A little iffy, I know what you're you thinking. They signed, they signed Jimmy Garoppolo. But guess what? They basically signed Jimmy Garoppolo to a two-year deal. I know it's a three-year deal, but he basically gets all his money in years one and two. CJ Stroud might need a sit a year. 
And as we've seen with Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance and Brock Purdy, Jimmy Garoppolo is a great person to have as a mentor. And I think C.J. Stroud underneath that, the Raiders get their young quarterback that they need. They can have Jimmy Garoppolo play for a year, get to the playoffs, then turn the team over to C.J. Stroud. Kind of like the Niners have Trey Lance until he got injured. And then they found another quarterback who's pretty good as well in Brock Purdy. Absolutely. I like that pick. I like that pick a lot, Jake. Moving on. Through the Falcons at pick eight. I got who I've watched the most film on this season. Wow. The third best edge player to be taken off the draft boards from Georgia is Nolan Smith. Hmm. Falcons can also go QB here, but I don't think they do. I think they add to their defense. They pick Nolan Smith. Also, that defense up, and hey, I don't know where I was going to go there, but Jake, who do you think they'll be taking at pick eight, the Falcons? You know, I'll be honest. I missed one snap of this guy's season last year, but I watched every other single snap of him. Devin Witherspoon. He's a small corner on the weight side. 180 pounds, but he's faster than fuck. He, you can turn the light off, and he's back in his bed before the light, before the room turns dark. So Devin Weverspoon, cornerback for the Falcons, to add the Jesse Bates that they got in the offseason from the Cincinnati Bengals, and you put him in the right system. Devin Witherspoon could be a ball hawking cornerback with excellent pass rushing skills as well off that corner. And by pass rushing skills, I mean like Kawan Williams and nickel blitzes. Right, I love, I love to hear it. I love to hear it. Um, love to hear it. Love to hear it. Well, this next pick to the Bears. I know our boy Nick Gilfillan has been wanting Jalen Carter yeah, too bad. a lot, and it could happen. But can you stop highlighting? Sorry, I'm trying to read. I'm trying to get this to us so I can see the the damn thing. But my bad. I think the Bears here are looking to go D-line, and I think they do, but don't get Jalen Carter because he gets picked before that. I think they get the best edge rusher in this draft and Miles Murphy out of Clemson. Hmm. Just like Jake, I missed a couple of his snaps. Yeah. Uh, I do have the ACC network, so I'm able to watch all those games hmm. and really all that film. But, hey, Miles Murphy might be the fourth best edge rusher in this draft. A couple years later, wow. he might be the best edge rusher yeah. in the league. Hmm. On how good you have him fourth. That's it, interesting. I have him fifth, especially, especially with guys first and last names having the first letter the same. Miles Murphy. Hmm. I need you to stop highlighting. <laughs> I, had to, I had to get down to the, my next pick. Um, great pick. A lot of Bears here. Going D-line in all seriousness. I think you take Miles Murphy here at, at nine. Edge player, Adam Clemson. Jake, who do you have going next? Yeah, you know, this is a guy who I've been really studying since he came out in the draft. Uh, Paris Johnson, offensive tackle from Ohio State. He's a fat man who plays offensive tackle. And you always need some of those. The Bears have nothing really great. Line-wise, I know it's, like, boring as hell. Who'd you guys pick? We pick a fucking tackle. 
but five years down the line, you get this guy in the right system, you could be looking at a Trent Williams 2.0. That's what you hope when you draft someone number nine overall. So Paris Johnson. Wow, love to hear. Great comp. Wow. I pull up. Um, could be an all-pro like Trent Williams soon. Yeah, uh, Eagles, Big Ten, running out our top ten uh, mock draft. I'm taking Paris Johnson, um, going to the Eagles, have some help on the offensive line uh, there to protect uh, John Hurts, my fantasy franchise QB who needs to stay healthy. Yep. I think they go O-tackle there. And again, I like the comp. I think he can be an all-pro in his first year. Thoughts? Yeah, you never know. It could be. Perfect. Jake, I told you before we started recording, I really like this pick here at 10. Yes. I like it a lot. Yeah, I like it too. The best non-QB player in the draft. He might be the best overall player, but based on, you know, positional value and how – the nerds and analytics people just screw up everything that matters because they want nothing to be fun. This is an F pick. You never dropped a running back this high. But guess what, fuckers? The Eagles are going to say, fuck you. B. John Robinson, get down the Philly, buddy. You're going to learn some Philly, buddy. B. John Robinson, running back from Texas. You're going to learn some Philly, buddy. I've watched every single snap of this guy from his freshman year, and he is... I, I, you might be sure, you might be blown away by what I think he's what I'm gonna compare him to here. I think he's a Christian McCaffrey, Adrian Peterson, and Saquon Barkley mixed all together, and could be the best running back in the NFL in year one. In How about year that? One in year one. I was gonna say year three, but. Year one. Nah. In all seriousness, B. John Robinson is really the running back out of Texas. Um, has great vision, has that speed, that getaway speed. Best running back um, out of the draft in about, I'd say about 15 years. 15 years? No, I'd say about five. Since whenever, whenever Saquon came out. Yeah, about five years ago. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. So no, yeah, I think I think it's a great pick here with the Eagles. Because um, what do they need, I've really? I've had a rotating door. Of running backs there. I mean, Miles Sanders is gone. Um, need a guy to pick up the load there. Pause uh, in that backfield, yeah, especially pause. with Jalen Hurts running around all the time. But yeah, J- B. John Robinson, I told again, Jake, when you wrote this guy's name, that's who I wanted to do, but I want to go a different way. Pick 10. I think this is a great pick. I think he goes there exactly. Barring any trades. Yeah, which we won't. Yeah, you never know what could happen. Maybe the Niners trade the 10, maybe draft him. Future Niner? Never know. You never know. All right, Jake. Last pick. Yeah, not really a pick. 49ers. Shut up. Let me let me talk. Sorry, I thought you stopped. You can't give me that two second thing. I thought you had go ahead. Not a pick. But a position. We'll do the 49ers first pick in the draft. Pick ninety nine. Jake, what position do you think the Niners will be taking here? I think they're going to draft running back. No, I'm joking. If they do that, I'm going to be a Texans fan. No, I'm joking. I would not be that. I'll be like, what the hell are we doing here? Is this, is this, some, is this some sick perverted joke by Kyle Shanahan? There's a draft four, 30 running backs round three every year. But I think they're going to go edge. 
You can never stop being. You can never have too many edges. Pause. They really need some help on that edge position. You know, they have Drake Jackson and this guy named Nick Bosa, who uh, I don't know. You might you might struggle, um, but they have him and they have Cleland Farrell. Um, but they need another young edge player to work with, and I think they're going to go edge here. And plus, they have three picks within four picks. They have pick 99, 101, and 102. They could trade up, but you know we don't. We talked about this earlier. We don't do trades, but they could trade up and try to target whatever they want. Uh, but I think they go edge here, and I do like your selection, which I'll let you get to right now. Yeah, no, I think Edge is the safest pick here, but I think they go free safety. Uh, in a spot, they lost Jimmy Ward uh, in the offseason. I think free safety could be definitely a pick that could be enticing here at number 99. Um, someone who can pair up with Hufunga uh, on the backside of the defense. I know we had um, Sean Gibson uh, coming back for one more year. Had an, yeah. an all-pro season last year. Yeah. All 17 games and in the playoffs as well. Um, getting a little old, that means we, doesn't mean you can doubt him. Um, definitely a guy um, who a young guy picked here at number 99 in a free safety spot can learn from. And I think they go free safety, like I said, um, at this spot at 99 for sure. Yeah, good picks. We shall see what happens. Absolutely. Draft week is here. That rounds out our top 10 um, mock draft plus pick 99. Do you have anything else to say? Uh, fuck Dylan Brooks. Yeah, fuck Dylan Brooks. Thank you for listening to the BA Podcast, your host, James, with Jake, episode 191. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the BA Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at BA underscore podcast. One, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Spotify and SoundCloud. And then don't forget to subscribe to us on the podcast app. Yep, make sure to subscribe, like, share, rate, review. Unsubscribe, subscribe to the 50 times again. The system, which will be the issue the past five and a half years. Go to the world wide. We'll have to start with the podcast organization. If you know, shoot the social media podcast. Go to the podcast. Do go have fun. That is it. So, James? Fuck Dylan Brooks. Fuck Dylan Brooks. Bye. Also, one more thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One more thing. One more thing. It is what it is. Yeah. You know, um, just another thing, too. Off my curl. Don't touch her, bro. Let's go. <laughs> Fuck Dylan Brooks. Bye. Fuck Dylan Brooks. I pull up.